The New York Knicks and the Phoenix Suns are looking to make a trade. And now reports are indicating that another team may be added to help facilitate a trade. Also, the New York Knicks are still on the market for looking to add a veteran big man to their roster for next season. We're going to be breaking down all of this and more today. But before we get started, guys, about 86% of you watching this video right now are not subscribed. We are on the road to 5,000 subscribers, and we could really use your support. If you like content like this, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button because it could really support all the great content that we're creating for you. And now, let's get started. The New York Knicks are apparently engaging in a multi-team deal. Now, this was first reported by Michael Scotto of Hoopsype. According to him, the New York Knicks, the Phoenix Suns, and the Indiana Pacers are having trade discussions to facilitate a three-team trade. Who's part of that trade? Mike Scotto has us covered with that information too. According to him, New York, Phoenix, and Indiana had exploratory discussions on a three-team trade where Campaign would have joined the Knicks, TJ McConnell would have joined the Suns, and Evan Fournier and draft pick compensation would have gone to the Pacers. There were also variations of the talks, which involved Jordan Norwa. Had the trade come to fruition, New York would have created a traded player exception of over $19 million. However, talks have stalled since then. This is a major report coming from Michael Scotto here. Initially, we heard that the New York Knicks were having some discussions about trading Evan Fournier and that they were amenable to having a multi-team deal to move Fournier. That was first reported by Jake Fisher. And now Mike Scotto goes ahead and doubles down on that because now he gives us the scenario that the Knicks were looking into apparently. The Knicks, the Pacers, and the Suns were having a discussion to have a trade happen where the Knicks would give up Evan Fournier and draft pick compensation. I'm not sure what the draft pick compensation is. You would hope it's a second rounder and not a first rounder. But let's just say it's a top 10 protected first round pick included with Evan Fournier. In the process, the Knicks get rid of Evan Fournier and that contract. They create a large 19 million traded player exception. But also, they add campaign to the Knicks in the process. They also help TJ McConnell head to the Suns, which I also like as well too. But here's the thing. The New York Knicks do not need any more guards. I get it. I want you to get off of Evan Fournier too. His contract, the way he plays, the fact that he played 27 games for us last season, he has no impact, and we lowered his value to the ground. So yes, I understand why the New York Knicks want to get away and off from Evan Fournier. However, you're telling me we got to give up draft pick compensation. I hope it's not a first rounder, but let's say it is. A first round pick and Evan Fournier to help facilitate a trade to get campaign to the Knicks? I get what campaign can do. He's a very good passer, so he can help the Knicks in that regard, especially coming off the bench. But we just signed Dante DiVincenzo. Do we need any more guards? We are so packed at the guard position. Why would you want to add another guard to this guard-heavy rotation that we have already? Quickly, DiVincenzo, Miles McBride, 
Quentin Grimes, Jalen Brunson. How many guards do we need on this team? Do we just want to play small ball forever? Do we just want to experiment with certain players at the three and four all the time? We cannot have this many guards. It just doesn't make sense. We have one power forward. We have no backup power forward, no legitimate backup power forward. I get wanting to move away from Evan Fournier's contract, but doing so in this type of trade just means you lowered his value so low that you'll accept anything, even if it doesn't really help the Knicks get better, but helps the Knicks move away from a contract that they shouldn't have signed in the first place. The only trade variation that I liked a little bit more than any other one that I heard on the list was the one that had the variation of Jordan Norwa within that trade deal. Because if he was coming to the Knicks, he's six foot nine. He fills a role at backup power forward already, and he can help impact the game in multiple different ways. And he's a good piece to have and build with, especially since you gave away Obi. I would much rather replace him with that type of piece than rather adding another guard to our glute of guards with another campaign addition. That doesn't make sense to me. But still, I'm still not even adding Jordan Norwa if it doesn't make sense for the New York Knicks. And it'll never make sense for me to add Fournier and a first round pick, protected or not, for any player at this point in time. I would rather Fournier wither away on the bench and then wave him next season off our books than trade him now for a protected pick in next year's draft just because we want to get rid of his contract. If you're asking me what I do the deal, I need to know what that draft pick conversation is. They haven't given us an answer to that yet. If it's a first round pick, I'm hanging up the phone. Protected or not, I'm hanging up the phone. Because we have to stop this trend of getting rid of players that we sign or players that we draft, lower their value, and then to get rid of them, we have to get rid of draft picks in order to do that. If it's second round picks, I'm listening. If it's first round picks, I'm hanging up the phone and I'm not picking up again. Apparently, the New York Knicks are looking to add a veteran big man during this year's free agency. Now, this was first reported by Steph Bondi of the New York Daily News. He has a source that gave him information about the New York Knicks and what their plan for the remainder of the offseason is. According to Bondi and his source, New York is monitoring the free agent market for a veteran big man. As Bondi himself pointed out, although without making it clear if these two individuals are actually being pursued by the Knicks, the available people that he would think the Knicks are looking at are including Georgie Dang and Derek Jones Jr. Now that's important to note actually because these players actually fit a role. They're power forwards. They add size and they help fill a position that we actually need. We don't need more guards. We need either wings that are two ways that can play on both ends of the floor. Or, and this is way more certain now since we traded Obi Toppin. We need backup bigs. Backup power forwards. Julius Randle's not going to play every minute of every game. And please, don't sell me on Josh Hart or RJ Barrett playing spot minutes at the four position. I don't want to see it. Let's get a proper big man in free agency on the Knicks that can play behind Julius Randle. And since they're not playing that many minutes, I don't really care about their age too much. I more care about their impact. They're likely going to play OB minutes, 15, 16 minutes a night behind Randle. 
But whatever minutes you get when Randall's on the bench, you have to make the most of those minutes. No matter what it means, no matter what it takes. Because if Tom Thibodeau sees that you're not hustling or doing what you need to do out there, it'll give him a reason to play Randall even more minutes. And nobody will be able to complain because then they'll say his backup is not doing what he needs to do when he's out there. So we need to add a backup big man that we have confidence in and that we believe in that when he's in the game, he can make an impact. Because we'll need that when Randall is on the bench. Steph Bondi basically agreed with what I've been saying throughout this entire video. Essentially stating that the New York Knicks have a glute of guards, but only one power forward. And of course, that's the main consequence of them not making any further change to the current roster. Besides adding Dante DiVincenzo and trading away Obi Toppin. The Knicks need to make a move. They cannot always rely on Josh Hart or RJ Barrett, or whoever else they want to experiment at the four, because again, it's going to be an experiment. And while I like experimentation, especially with certain lineups, I don't think it makes sense, especially when you have the ability to go out there and sign a backup power forward that's actually a power forward that gives us size that can help this team. I'd find it extremely hard to believe that the New York Knicks are not out there right now trying to go after some of the free agents that we already named today. But what I can say is that the New York Knicks are not going to add somebody just to add somebody. I think they're going to add somebody they feel fits the roster. My concern though is seeing trade scenarios like the one we just saw here where we're going to add campaign to the Knicks and Evan Fournier goes with draft pick compensation because that sounds like a move that a regime of the past would make. We need bigs. We need bodies. We need backed up power forwards. We need bodies like that. We need wings like that. Those are the players we should be targeting. Those are the trades I want to see. I get wanting to move Evan Fournier for damn near anything. And I get the Knicks wanting to look for a veteran big to replace Obi. I get all that. But we can't just pull the trigger on any particular trade just because we want to move away from things we shouldn't have done. One thing that we've learned over the last few days is that the New York Knicks are active not only in the free agent market, but they are active in trade talks as well. And one of the main names they're trying to move, which is no surprise to anybody, is Evan Fournier. And with the amount of trade reports that have come out with the New York Knicks trying to move Fournier, it's not an if, it's a when. We're now waiting for when the Knicks announced they moved Fournier in a trade and what they moved him for and what they got back. And I can't wait to cover that report once it's released. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.